Welcome back to the MCU crew. It's Monday. Maybe no, not our final show of the year, but close to it. We're winding things down here. So is the MCU. There's not much news going on. There's not much happening. Yeah, Jesse Cox, to this how's year. it going for you? Oh, you wanna you wanna you wanna writhe and mess around in my shame? Sure. Uh nothing. My fridge is broken. And uh, what? if it's are one we, thing, it's another are thing. Are we writhing or are we? Bronze are supposed to be writhing around right now in a shame. If you want to wiggle your little snoots in my in my sh- shame mud, you're more than welcome to. I'm just imagining those little piggies rolling around in my mud of shame. I don't like this. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not a fan. I of have this. a fetish, okay? <laughs> At least Why you admit are you it. Talking about snoots. <laughs> In mud. I just like Some when little piggies roll around in my sh- mud of shame. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. <laughs> you should have been locked up this morning, Jesse Cox. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's been a rough morning. It sounds it. it. My fridge is broken. I had to salvage everything in it uh, because it is no longer cold. And it was supposed to be fixed yesterday, and they didn't. So I had to find a box and then put stuff in that box and then make sure it got to the office where we have a working fridge and then make sure it got into that. So it's been a real treat this weekend. It's a whole thing. Nice. Well, yep. you made it. That's not even like what JP asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But it's what, what, but it's what it's I what wanted we to got. share. So. It's what we got. Yeah, it's what you, know, you, got. you take, you take what so, you can get here. Yeah, okay. I don't know I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm just like, no, you're just like a little confused why you find yourself in my mud of shame. You're down there, well, you're like, in the mud, oh, in the you slop. Roll around in my mud. You're rolling. Like, no, 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 no. That's no. not what GP It's my asked. shame mud, but you're rolling around. Okay. In it. Fair. It's not my look. I know what you like. Rolling around in my shame mud. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. I just want to say the phrase shame mud is both the most disgusting and funny shit I've ever said. It it sounds like an actual BDSM term. It does. Yeah. Like it sounds a, like it's like in a, te- a textbook somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it, it sounds like an actual term that Jesse took from somewhere. I agree. <laughs> it sounds rough. <laughs> Uh-huh. Marvel. Anyways, Bronze, how you doing after that intro? Are you all right? Do I need to contact um, HR? Do we need to get some lawyers involved? At this point, JP, I'm We used can be to Mud it. Brothers. Come on. Don't say that. Don't say that. Come on, JP. Be my Mud Brother. Don't say that. We can get Don't in the mud that. and get all like dirty. Don't say stop. that. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you got to stop. You had the worst There's connotation with so that, There's only so much Just we can defend you, Stop. okay? I don't need defending. I don't need, I, I'm down here in the mud with you. I don't need defending. <laughs> now you got chat saying shit like muddy buddies, and I'm just like, done. <laughs> yes! Go, chat, go! <laughs> I'm done. Aren't muddy buddies those, like, really delicious snacks? That had powdered sugar on the outside? Oh, those yeah. things kill you. That's good yeah, stuff. they're like are filled they? with peanut butter, coated in chocolate, and have powdered sugar yeah, like so that a... they not they don't stick to each other. They're really checks? good if it's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, oh, I need yeah, to check. Checks. Yeah, yeah buddy. They're so oh, no, those yeah. things are like crap. It's Never had you can like buy them pre-made, but having like a mom make them is the best way. That's yeah, because it's like that's the best way. It's like peanut butter, chocolate, and powdered sugar, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Looking at it yeah. now. JP, it'll make your day. You'll be like, oh, Maybe. am I, I have about to, make to him, be though. really fat? Because it's happening. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you'll start going to town. You'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah. I well, love 
like trashy mom snacks like that. Um, I also love the putting a Rolo on top of each bowl and then putting it in the oven and then the Rolo melts and then you have these chocolate caramel covered pretzels. Yo, that like, is a, that's, that's a solid pretty, strategy. That's a pro tip I didn't right think about there. That yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pro tip. Yeah. It's not they're bad. pretty good. It's not bad. I'm glad we saved this from whatever it was before. Cause I this agree. is a much better topic. I agree. You know what's not a better topic though, bronze? I'm about to ruin your day. You ready for this? Oh no. What? Marvel has submitted Love and Thunder. For all of the Oscar noms, all of them, we got Best Picture, Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Visual Effects. We got it all, and it the will win. The Visual Effects one is crazy. None of them. Why is it? I, I mean, that's the one that they actually might win, though, right? Because people were circulating that clip of Heimdall's son being a floating head and i was like oh my god i forgot how bad that looked i forgot about that too and memed it into oblivion because i was like oh yeah the film had some pretty good visual effects but it also had some of the worst i've seen and that floating head one is probably one of the more one of the worst defenders where you're just like oh this looks like the baby head from teletubbies like y'all really just (laughs) Y'all really just I mean, all the, put a floating head in there. <laughs> all the gore stuff looked fine, right? Like, the gore I could stuff see did that. Look good, yeah. Yeah. I thought that stuff looked fineish, but they're really just, uh, you know, throwing it around, seeing what sticks. It has zero chance <clears throat> for any of that. Yeah. I just wanted to really quickly, just on visual, <clears throat> the one where they have the most chance to win visual effects, just want to say for the record, uh, they would according to predictions be going up against avatar uh is avatar maverick in the guillermo de toro's pinocchio everything everywhere all at once avatar will win if if all of the previews are are real about that there's no chance there's absolutely no like i don't i guess they were like look we got to submit something yeah because i mean apart from that it would be black panther right like that would be yeah and black panther had better visual effects than Love and Thunder, for sure. Eh, some of those uh, Namor running moments in the fights were kind of I rough. mean, there's always going to be utter shit when you yeah. treat your visual effects team like shit. But yeah, some of the underwater stuff, like they, they did some pretty cool things. So do I think it deserves to win? No. But I, was, I think it's better than what they did. What were some oh, wow. of the other nominees you mentioned, though? Uh, these aren't official yet. They're just predictions. Right, right, right. But uh, they're saying Avatar, The Way of Water, which mm-hmm. is 100% going to win. Um, mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is I've heard great looking. things. Yeah, I've heard really mm-hmm. good My things. My mom messaged me out of the blue and was like, you have to watch it. It's really good. So I'm like, that's all mm-hmm. I need to hear. Yeah, I've heard really good um, things about it. Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is oh. pretty incredible. Also heard really good things about it. Yeah. yeah um, the predictions, the, they were also like the maybe RRR would be... Oh, I forgot RR could be considered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna yeah, get snubbed so- across the board, hundred percent. There's no. <laughs> there's, what is? Yeah, RR will just get snubbed in every. Oh category. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because like RRR was a film that, in my opinion, was I was actually just talking about this last night that was made to do well with thisy people. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like, there was a film that. I think did win an Oscar several years back that Indians typically don't like. And we got into this debate last night because I was on like a Disney podcast. It's called Lagan. And it was like this this movie about cricket. Yeah. And I remember like when that came up for an Oscar, I was in India at the time and everyone was just like, I don't understand why it's such a boring movie. Like we were all like, (laughs) is that what you have to make to get an Oscar? You have to make that boring piece of shit. (laughs) Yes. All right. Yeah. We were like so disappointed. We're like that movie of all the movies. That there was a, there was a conversation the other day that I was reading, uh, between like two film guru, like wannabe critic guys on Reddit. And they were like having like a back and forth, but it was fascinating where they were talking about like Oscar bait. And the thesis mm-hmm. of the con- like the whole conversation was like, 
most movies that are Oscar bait suck ass now. They, they're only designed to win awards. They're not designed to like be good or entertaining. Most people won't see them. And that's, yeah, boring is the, is the exact way to describe them. And they're like, the Oscars need to change. The Academy. <laughs> good night, everybody. That's just crazy. That sucks. That sucks so bad. <laughs> Pretty rough. You know what the worst part is? It's the not cute. Cut. That like yeah. no, it looks yeah. it looks like what happens right. when I green screen myself with a green shirt on. Yeah, yeah. You know, you Dude, can see sucks. when he was wearing the shirt. Yeah, it's rough. It's really rough. I also for I also forgot that his name was Axel, and the entire movie was Guns and Roses themed to the point where they had posters of Guns and Roses. Yeah, I mean that's just like, a happy accident though in terms yeah, of Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. It's a lot. It's a lot. The more I think about that movie, Still the more silly I'm like, as hell. I don't know that I like the movie. Yeah, I I haven't watched it a second I've time. I felt I was going to say I felt no inclination to watch it again. Yeah, I haven't yet either. Like you, know. you know what I did watch and it's it's MCU related hmm. for some reason I, it, well, it wasn't for some reason. I got into the, mar- I fell into the marketing pit that is Midnight Suns. I was playing Midnight Suns and Iron Man did something cool, and I was like, I should watch Iron Man. He's pretty. That's a pretty cool character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I watched the first Iron Man. God damn it, that's a good film. That it's like from the, the I, opening I, seconds of that film is just says. like shit. This is good. Everybody fucking when we do the rankings, everyone's like, "How did Iron Man make it so high?" And I'm like, "Nah, that shit's good." I screamed because like Iron Man is such a good fucking movie. Like it's, it's truly one that I was like that when it kicked off the MCU, I was like, I'm "We didn't so know that it was kicking off the MCU, right?" Like we didn't know yeah, that that was gonna yeah. happen because it it also like like coming from being a comic nerd there are some superheroes you're used to everybody knowing right and iron man is not that superhero totally yeah you know what i mean like when i would tell people i liked iron man and doctor strange like iron man was the background character in the hulk comics like the the hulk was the most popular character in the avengers like yeah a lot of people i talked to first of all dc now people clown dc but dc had a bigger brand footprint in my opinion than than the mcu did because if you oh, were to be question. like oh do you know who batman is do you know who wonder woman batman is? superman you know are superman still the, the biggest ones yeah I, I everybody people like uh, like internationally people know superman and batman like that's like but if i were to be like oh do you know who captain america is do you know who thor is like the only marvel characters that had a big footprint were x-men and x-men specifically x-men and spider-man that's probably it yeah 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 spider-man i you're definitely right is like one of the standouts but like for for them to make a movie about iron man i was like of all the marvel characters to choose is how are they going to get this one to work? Aren't people going to think a guy in a suit is fucking stupid? Yeah. You know, like, and that was all I could think. I was like, are people going to think this is dumb? And then the movie came out. I was like, oh, no, they did a really good job. And RDJ is like the best Tony Stark we could well, have hoped for, you know? That's the thing. I, I started the the movie and like it starts out in the opening scene. You're in a car. And it's like the two uh, male, or really all three soldiers, the two male soldiers are intimidated by him. And then he like plays it off and like does, you know, the the playboy charm and says like, oh yeah, let's take a photo, blah, blah, blah. Then, then the movie begins, right? Then the plot unfolds yeah. as you do. And like, in those two minutes of that film and that opening scene in the car, I kind of feel like he has more charisma than the majority of films that have followed that and that like pure two minutes you're just like jesus christ he just it nailed everything about it and like he's such a likable likable and unlikable character at the same time uh and it 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 really establishes so much character in such a short period of time yeah like it tells you through context clues like exactly what is happening like okay so this guy's famous Famous enough to intimidate two soldiers. He's kind of a dickhead. He's he has some. He's he's day drinking because I believe he's like drinking a martini in that scene. Is he not? Uh, yes, because he's, he's drinking, drinking a mart. Yeah. He's drinking a mart. Uh, sorry, a glass of whiskey. 
because after oh, he yeah. does the the missile demonstration, there's a giant uh, like freezer that pops up oh, and yeah, it says it for every <laughs> for every like yeah, uh, yeah. million dollars you get one of these or every five five yeah. missiles sold mm-hmm. you get one of these or whatever. And he just takes a whiskey yeah. from that and gets in the Humvee and yeah. Yeah, they're like so much is established where I'm like, okay, so he's a all he cares about is money. Yeah. He's selling weapons to fuel his his own vices, right? Like he's drinking in the middle of the day. He has a sort of like general malaise that betrays that he's like nice but probably secretly depressed. Cause he has that vibe. I don't know how to like explain it where it's like, sure. you know, yeah, nothing matters. I so that has somehow made me like a very cool person because I don't see the point of life anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and they establish all of that and get the plot rolling like very in quick. under like 10 minutes. It's yeah, very it's, fast. It's a remarkable film. Uh, when you compare that to like Captain Marvel, it's like, which is an origin story as well. You're just like, how did you go from being able to establish things and like, or like get things moving in 10 minutes to like, the because Captain Mar- the reason I pick on Captain Marvel is for me it was probably the most boring origin story that I've ever watched where I was like wow this doesn't even have forty well, movie they, parts yet and I'm already struggling you can even remove uh, not pick on so to speak of of Captain Marvel they all tried to do what Iron Man did for like ten films right they all tried to show <laughs> that same formula with how they introduce a character and how they tell the story. And then that's the film. That's then they realize we can't do this anymore. Cause people are tired of watching this. <laughs> we got to do the, something the, the different. Problem, the problem with captain Marvel and some of the other movies that are uh, the newer origin stories is they aren't based in our reality. If that makes any sense, like Iron Man can do what it does because we all understand from a concept level. Oh, this dude's selling weapons. And he's an asshole. We all know assholes. And he's like a rich dude. We all know. Captain Marvel, they're like, all right, we got to introduce you to this alien species and and like these other people. And so it like, there's so much more they had to do. Doesn't make it good, but they like had to make an origin story where it's like already convoluted from jump. And you're like, that is true. Here we go. I think what they did a good job with in Guardians is they were like, and I fully believe that it doesn't matter. Like, like Captain Marvel's alien race doesn't matter. And one of my favorite things about Guardians is they were like, you don't really need to know who Ravagers are. You don't really need to know why Rocket is a raccoon. We don't even need to know what species Groot is. Just get into these characters and get into the story and maybe three movies down the line will explain it. And it works because that film introduced five characters gave you little information about them, but gave you enough about their personalities that that was the cell. You know, mm. we still like don't have a clue of like what planet really Drax is from. <laughs> I don't even think sure. they really talked about. Like, we just know he's Drax, know, and Drax has. What like, they did is they gave they gave all those characters every character that we saw in the first Guardians movie, no matter how bizarre or weird alien they are, they were humanized. And so we could relate to them immediately mm-hmm. because we knew. And yeah, that's uh, it's one of the inherent problems with Captain Marvel is where it's like they tried to give us a universe of knowledge and no one felt like they were humanized in that. Like even the main character, Mm-mm. every line she says is like, I'm cool. I'm very cool. <laughs> and you're like, okay, but why are we rooting for you besides yeah. everyone telling us how cool you are? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's literally how it came off and the promotion after and leading up to the film kind of just like reinforced that because so many conversations were like, oh, well, Captain Marvel is stronger than Thor. And like like, like the actors were fueling that debate. And in my head, I was like, let's say for the sake of argument that she even was, it's not that that's not the reason you go to see a movie. You're not sitting right. there like, oh, I wasn't going to see Captain Marvel. But now that I know she's stronger than Thor, I'm going to go watch like. <laughs> No, some people like, do that, but not. I don't think really. Yeah, the I don't majority think that's of people the, do that. Like that's like usually the least interesting thing about a character is like, like how strong they are, right? Right. At least to me, um, it works for some people. And one of enough. my favorite things in Midnight Suns is that like they talk about like how those conversations are moot because um, it's it's degrees of difference when it comes to the Hulk. Yes, And I was like, this is the way conversations should have been handled in the MCU. But like Carol Danvers literally is like, like, oh, 
like we could sit here and talk all day about whether or not Captain Marvel is the strongest Avenger, but I forgot the exact wording she used. She says something like the Hulk is literally like an, a, a, a power degree, yeah. it, like in a, in a different echelon to where like these conversations are pointless. Yep. And I was like, that was what the Hulk was, was sold to be in the first Avengers film was like, Oh yeah. Like this is a different, like, Different beast. I, it was a horror movie. Black Widow running from the Hulk is a horror movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, on the plane like, or how in do you the, stop the helicarrier. This thing? They, he yeah. was in a container half the movie because they were like, we can't contain Dude, his rage. Y'all. He got like, shot down to Earth in a container and slammed down onto the yeah. ground and walked out of it unscathed. That's pretty. And that uh, was her end solution of killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Hulk is like an un, like an uncontrollable nuke. That's the whole point of what he's supposed to be in that scenario. Yeah. So it it does yeah, it is sort of a moot point, but Yeah. Well anyways. But to have that be like the main marketing because like I, I think like playing that game made me realize like where they've I feel like gone astray with writing people because I loved Carol Danvers in the comics watched the movies was not a fan anymore played the game and was like oh yeah carol's cool like she's actually like a really cool character like that that like you know is really likable and like has all these like cool things about her and other characters mm -hmm. like her too you know and like seeing Blade her writing in that loves her yeah, well, and I her. get it. I, I truly get it. And she doesn't have to say she's one of the best because anybody that's played that game knows her deck is probably one of the strongest. She doesn't yeah. need to say I'm the strongest cool Avenger because we're all like, if it's a hard mission and I'm playing on heroic one or two, I'm taking Carol Danvers. I also, I just want to say, uh, uh, to shout to Hugwolf in chat, The Rock was doing that for Black Adam. Absolutely. And no one went to go to the see power that level stuff. I mean, that was yeah, the opening like, marketing campaign. Is like the power level yeah, was has changed like, oh, in the DCU or whatever. Yeah, and it was a whole idea of like you got to see it because Black Adam is like super power. No one cares. No one cares about that really at the end of the day. Yeah, like yeah, and that's that's pretty like, messed up. Shazam is is one of the better movies from the DCU. Um, even though the trailers for the newest one look. They bit. look rough, but yeah, they look rough. But like the first Shazam, I was like, "Oh, they're like on a that, cute little track here." That's the thing about the first Shazam, though, is it suffered from the exact same kind of like, "What are these? Tra what is this movie? It looks like uh, they're trying to do this like mm. comedy thing." But and then when you watch the movie, you're like, "This is wholesome as shit." Like this movie's great. Like the first yeah. Shazam movie is a good yeah. ass movie. So bad I, marketing for sure. Ter and, but I guess it's one of those things where just like with uh, Captain Marvel, if you I don't remember the exact order of operations here, but like the run up to that movie was Brie being like, you know, I don't want to have any dudes interview me for this thing. And then like, oh, also like there was. And so already all the like angrier parts of the Internet are like already angry. <laughs> They're coming at them. So yeah. now they can't advertise Ooh. certain things about the movie. Instead, it's about like, well, the reason why she cares because she's powerful. Like, there's so many layers of. <laughs> it was just a shit show all around, and it's it, you know that sucks. Yeah, I feel like they. I don't know how to describe it. Like you have to get everyone on the same page regarding what you're doing and who your target demographic is. Mm -hmm. You know. And I've had this like argument about comic books where people will sit there on the internet or whatever and, you know, claim that X, Y, or Z comic was canceled because of sexism or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's because a lot of the people that go online and on Twitter and stuff and complain about this aren't actually buying the comics. Like, cause I saw a lot of the discourse, going there like bitch, mocking. Yeah. yeah. When Mockingbird was canceled, I was like, okay, but it was a bad comic. Like, there's a lot of these comics that are canceled. I'm like, did you read it, though? Like, it was not giving what needed to be gave, right? Like, not everything is Miles Morales and Kamala Khan and Robbie Reyes. You have some stinkers in that pile. And every time one of those comics gets axed, it's not because there's an agenda against female characters. It's because the comic usually, nobody bought it. Like, no one, no one bought it. And so, to me, that was the thing with Captain Marvel, because I remember um, at the at what is it alamo draft house 
that mm-hmm. popu- super popular theater in, in Texas, I think they yeah. were arranging like all women's screenings of it. And then when you go watch the movie, it's like, what really was so pro woman about it? Like, like I'm just, I'm a little confused. Like what was really like, well, I mean, it was, was the fact the- that it was a female superhero. That was what was pro female about it. Cause there was no other female superheroes at the time in that facet. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I okay. Guess. I I think there were a lot of like I mean that's what they were they were marketing. Yeah, yeah. No, and I thought it was weird at the time. Um like it's there was nothing there's I don't know, there's not a humanizing statement about Captain Marvel. Like I can't think of anything where I'm like, here's how I would describe Captain Marvel as a person to people. There's none of that in the movie. Like it's well, uh, a pilot who's powerful who was like gaslit into being someone else and then isn't gaslit anymore when she and her cat hang out with uh samuel L. jackson other than that like personality wise like humanizing her that really didn't happen in that movie yeah it's it, it's like when you have a conversation about star wars and you ask someone to describe and i'm sure we've done this before like who is Han Solo. People can be like, I'm going to rattle off 85,000 things about Han Solo. And they're like, who is Qui-Gon Jinn? And they're like, he was a Jedi who... Uh, he had some cool hair. Yeah, like, had, <laughs> he, like uh, he, he taught Obi-Wan, right? Like, it's a huge he later, difference. He uh, later, you know, had his daughter get taken and they based a whole, like, quadrilogy around it and all that stuff. It's wild. Yeah, like, it's... it's I it's do vastly... like a better... Like, I, I very rarely get, like... Hoorah, women, you know, even though I'm a proud woman. But like this like Captain Marvel was no Fury Road. That was that movie for me where I was like, yeah, Furiosa. When those old you know what I came mean? down that hill, I was like, let's go, old lady. Yes! And she was fire. <laughs> like, yeah, like there was something about that movie where I was like, this is the movie that should have had all women screenings and shit. You know, like that movie was mm-hmm. like, like woman power and they didn't advertise it as that at all it just was like you just show up and like the fact that furiosa is risking everything to get those girls out of basically like a, a sex prison when you think about it it's like oh my god like what a fucking badass like because she's at the top of the food chain she has no reason to risk it all other than she's like no this is wrong fuck that guy you know and th- that movie was the move the movie like the woman empowerment movie to me and then and that's what i mean like they didn't have to advertise it that was just a dope ass movie people that don't like fury road you're wrong i'm sorry <laughs> that movie's amazing it's amazing from start again an and just, to, like, movie. just to tell you how amazing that movie is the trailers for that film only show the first 15 minutes of footage oh they're only just cut put- from the first 15 minutes yeah, yeah they're only cut from the first 15 minutes that's how crazy that movie is I was blown away that I reckon I was like, wait, that's all the footage from the trailers. And we are 15 minutes in. I was like, this movie's been fire. And that is there's one also- of the few movies I've seen in movie theaters three times. Like that's I watched the shiny and chrome version and the normal version. And then I watched it when it came out, too. And I was like, I think I could watch this movie three more times. Like it reminds you of why being in a movie theater is so good because the scenes yeah. are so freaking gorgeous on a huge screen. I was like. God damn, this movie was made with love, you know? It reminds me that a man can ride the front of a truck playing guitar, and it could be all right. It could be all right. That was the so cool. I mean, it didn't end that well for him, if I recall correctly, but, you know. Well, it, went, no, it didn't end well for a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those guys died. Yeah, but that but was, hey. you know, that was the point. Yeah. That they, they lived for that. That's how it went. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know it's an awkward situation when all the marketing for your final Endgame big time movie thing is Thor being like, "Hey, internet, I think Captain Marvel's pretty cool." That's that's that basically the trailer. I don't even recall that. I think you guys get swat, swept up in the marketing axe. too much. I don't even see any of this axe. shit. <laughs> it's in the movie. She walks in, looks kind of a badass, stares down Thor. He catches the axe. He's like, "I like this one," and everyone on the internet's like, "Oh, well, thank God, we can like her now too." <laughs> that's part of the movie. Oh. I, I guess that. I don't. I didn't get that. I don't know. I guess people Ooh. see things differently, and that's that's fine. Okay, <laughs> okay. It part of the. Movie. I don't. I just don't remember it. Otherwise, I'd probably agree with you, Jesse. 
that's again, that's how unmemorable that it's literally when she first arrives and she's like, what's going well, on? Let's go kill Thanos. That they were like, did, did you see that interview clip where um, the actors, not even the characters, the actors are basically fighting? No. What do you mean? Uh-uh. Oh my God. I've watched it on stream. It's one of the most cringy things ever. They're like doing a press junket and Brie was like, um, yeah, you know, I did all my own stunts because I thought that like everybody did their own stunts. And Chris is just sitting there like, he's like, yeah, you just, you just Tom Cruise, you know, with his like Australian accent. You're just <laughs> doing all of your own stunts and, and the rest of us didn't. And you're just Tom Cruise. She's like, no, I'm not the, I'm not a, a girl Tom Cruise. I'm the first Brie Larson. And they're like just basically fighting for the entire interview. Huh, and I was like, I oh my it. God, I'm getting so much secondhand embarrassment. And it was, it was like the most awkward thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I was like, this isn't going to help promo. Like your <laughs> actors are arguing with each other. Was that for Endgame? That she, um, even, even yes, if, yes. It was before the Captain Marvel movie. And then it came out it, that she didn't playful. do her stunts. Yeah, mm. even if it's like playful and even if it's them goofing, it comes off like, oh, the internet's going to eat this stuff alive. Like even if it's them just being like, we're digging at each other yeah. and we're having a good time. This is our relationship. Doesn't matter. The what it shows to the public is the internet's gonna be like, they hate each other, don't you see? Everyone hates Captain Marvel, so we are justified in our hatred. That's yeah. what it comes oh, off yeah. as. And that well, they, sucks. They buried that interview because I'd I'd never seen that. So they, they didn't oh, push can, that one. <laughs> I can find a link if you're curious, but like, yeah, it was like it was it was it was funny. And people were doing it was exactly what Jesse said. People were doing deep dive. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. yeah of like, sure. look at their expressions. Look at, look the at body their language. Look. Yes, yes, yeah. like, <laughs> yes. And you're just like <laughs> deep dive video again. This happens. The other, the real version happens frequently, where it's like two people. Like, if Bronze and I, this actually happens quite frequently with the two of us. If Bronze and I give mm. each other a hard time, there will be people that are like, "Is everything okay?" Because I noticed. In yeah, the that happens that all the time. Something, and it's like. Yeah. Everything's fine, but people love that shit. So if you already have people on the internet who like are making videos about you, so, like look, I think Brie is wonderful. Uh, I don't think Captain Marvel was great. I think Brie is wonderful because some, some motherfuckers on the internet literally posted some heinous stuff, like videos that were like, I you know what uh, the things I would do to shut Brie Larson, like crazy, like crazy videos on YouTube countless countless videos and all they did was give those types of people more stuff to work with and make content with and it was negative it's like it's some dark stuff yeah. that people were posting and yeah man that's i i i get why she would get defensive because a lot of things being said were real messed up like real messed up so well mm -hmm. we'll get to relive all the the press junkets uh next year because we got captain marvel 2 coming yeah. out uh next yeah. summer with uh now with miss marvel and uh Tiana it seems Paris like people like miss marvel though so i don't know if people are gonna dump on the movie because you know you know really quickly I think just, they will. you know what a great example <laughs> of of brie larson as as she's very dry comedically the uh between two ferns with her in that episode yeah she plays it totally straight and is like if you were one of those people looking to hate someone you could look at that and be like she's so mad she's being terrible but like she's literally just goofing and acting like everyone else yeah. on the show but people clearly were like she went on and she looked like she wasn't having fun and it's like oh boy all right well well yeah so we'll see what happens with the marvels because that's we will i mean we'll see <clears throat> Me, me and Jeff made a podcast about it called Deadpan Diaries because we both ran into this so much that our dry, deadpan style of humor, people often thought we hated each other. So we're like, what if we did a podcast to <laughs> convince people that we don't hate each other? And I right. remember when we announced it to you, Jesse, because we met through like your D&D game, you're in Steven's D&D game. We're like, me and Jeff are doing a podcast together called like the Deadpan Diaries. And you were like, this just makes sense. Because, yeah. like, people behind the scenes knew we were, like, best friends. But people on screen would be like, I'm pretty sure Jeff hates being here. I was like, do you think Jeff Robinson would do anything he hates? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. Of all the motherfuckers, <clears throat> like, do you think he would do anything he hates? <laughs> very true. Very true. Anyways, I don't know how we started talking about Iron Man and then shit on Captain Marvel, but hey. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to shit. That's I what happens. Like, launches. <laughs> Like a like a like a really good introduction, and I think Guardians and Iron Man were like so simple, and now it does feel like an exposition dump. If I'm being completely honest, it starts mm-hmm. to feel like they've we got to explain all this, and it's like we don't, we don't. Yeah, like, we're just Guardians now getting is good to Rocket Story. Yeah, we, we're just now getting to it. Three movies in, and that's kind of cool because I like Rocket, and I didn't know what planet he was from. Because you don't need to know everything about someone's background to like them, you know? Yeah, they do. I mean, they, they get caught up in, like, explaining everything. Because Jackass is like us have to go in. And they didn't explain who that was. <laughs> it was too fast. Um, I'm, I'm curious what they're going to do with Ant-Man. Because that is one of those things where... They could explain a lot. You could go either way. Because there's a lot to explain. Or just say, or hey, there's some it- weird alien folk here. Yeah, like keep it mysterious and weird. And I mean, the smart money would be to do the entire movie. I don't want to say Scott Lang POV, but like all the knowledge is coming from Scott Lang. We're like, we don't know anything about this world because we are viewing it through his lens. And so all the weird shit that's going on, he just rolls with it. So we're going to roll with it too. Like that would be a way to tell that story. So by the time we get to like Kang, and Scott's like, everything's easy breezy, and I got it solved. King's like, you dumb bitch. I'm going to be like. <laughs> a lot of people are, uh, uh, I, I would say the majority of folks that I've seen talk about that film think that Ant-Man doesn't make it out alive. Like, they're going to kill off Ant-Man, like Paul Rudd Ant-Man. That would be a huge L for them. It would be, yeah. it would be a He's- shock, that's for sure. Of the triumvirate of, like, crazy charismatic dudes that somehow landed in the MCU, Chris Evans is gone. Tony Stark, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is gone. Yeah. Like, the heavy lifting is going to be coming from Paul Rudd. And so if they get rid of him. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. There was, uh, you, you brought up uh, Robert Downey. He did an interview last week with Deadline. And uh, they asked him about, you know, does he miss the MCU? Would he ever, would he ever come back? <clears throat> and his answer was, uh, quote, what I miss the most, being in the trenches with Kevin Feige throughout the beginning with John Favreau, it's a beautiful dream now. The middle the uh, with Shane Black on Iron Man 3. We just had Exton and shot it mostly in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, it was idyllic and subversive. And then the end, when I realized I'd made so many close friends in the MCU cast and the Rooster Brothers helping me embrace Tony's arc. It sounds like he can kind of like look back on it and be good with it. But I wonder if yeah, they ever like offered him the position to, to pop back in like a Secret Wars. I'm, t- I'm telling if you. If he shows up. That's, both that's him like and Chris so Evans. crazy diplomatic though. Yeah. yeah. like, But both him and Chris Evans have both been like asked about stuff. And they keep saying like, oh, I love the MCU. And like, you know, the, the few. I'm telling you. They're both going to be in Secret Wars. Well, even Hell even if they, I I don't think they would have large roles if they pop up. No, no there's going to be cameos. Yeah, like, they'll just gonna, be cameos. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. recently, and I understand I'm years behind. Watched Snowpiercer for the first time, mm. and when no, I watched that movie it, is great. The film? I love yeah. it. That's like it it's ticks great. all my boxes. It's like mm-hmm. all my favorite things, right? But when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, I forgot Chris Evans is such a good actor. Yeah. And I know that sounds mean, but I was like, oh, he's so good, you know? And I was like, because I've never seen him act like that in the MCU. And I don't think it's his fault. I just don't think they've given that motherfucker a goddamn script. Because when I saw he was, him, he was a good boy. I was like blown boy, he was away. Like kind of typecast in Captain America, yeah. Yeah, he was like, he not, like not a little goody two shoes. Heartbreaking eyes. Like, I went from, oh, yeah, I, I don't really like any of the Chris's, you know, to being like, I might be a Chris Evans stan because he's like his eyes were be. so piercing and soulful in that entire movie and his acting was so intense and I was just like oh my god like I wonder if the MCU feels like you're like dulling your edge a little bit you know because I feel like they, those scripts aren't as challenging because when you see actors like from the MCU go act and stuff outside the MCU it's like a completely different animal right it's not right. It's not even close. It was weird watching Chris Evans show up in Knives Out 
It's like a weird to like have him in like a knit sweater. Like it's a weird thing to see because you suspect him to like break out a shield. Although I will say, uh, if you're going to watch Snowpiercer, you should be watching 100% for Tilda Swinton because she stole that entire movie for me. Holy shit. I love her. I saw her in that and I was like, I, my dream is to make an Adeptus adaptation and have her be like a sister superior of like a revenge. I loved her in that movie. Because her whole, like, the way she's like, the machine is eternal. What we do, we do. And I was like, oh, this is Warhammer. And I got into an argument with someone where I was like, no, 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 guys, this is Warhammer. And they're like, no, it's not. I was like, it literally is. It's like all of the, the eternal machine. It's like so ad And so, like, all the indoctrination. I was like, she needs to be, like, a sister superior. In a, and then she even has, like, the platinum bob. And like I love her fake teeth. The whole thing is beautiful. No, I love. I was living. Yes, I was getting that... my whole life from her. I was like, bitch. <laughs> yes, yes. She was wickedly evil, but I loved her. So I haven't good. seen it. I, I funny enough, I've seen the TV. I've seen the TV show, like an episode of it, but I haven't seen the film. The, like the Snowpiercer movie is uh, like you know, it's one of those we took a, an adaptation and then like ended it. You know what I mean? Like it's a one and done kind of thing, but yeah. it's so much fun. Like it is really well done, and everyone in it is acting their ass off, and it's just wild. It's a wild time, dude. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's another one of those movies that starts like. As soon as you're on screen, it's like, okay, here mm-hmm. we go. Keep up. Yeah. We'll reveal things as the plot goes on. There's like no setup. You just see like people in line and you're like, okay, we're doing this. I have to pay attention. Yeah. Might yep. add it to the list. <laughs> it's frozen Willy Wonka. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> kind of dark for frozen, frozen Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka but I mean, it's, just... it's, it's Willy Wonka in that that one tunnel scene was terrifying. And this movie has some messed up stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Shout out to the tunnel scene in Willy Wonka. Still terrifying to this day. Yeah. Uh, there's not too much news uh, apart from not not MCU trailer, but I think Marvel-related trailer. We're supposed to get a new uh, Across the Spider-Verse uh, trailer tomorrow. Uh, that's cool. coming out. A lot of people are also saying that uh, we might be getting a Spider-Man 2 trailer, that they're just going to like throw every- Spider-Man 2, the game, uh, throw everything into like Spider-Man this week. Uh, in terms oh, of trailers and game trailers and whatnot, uh, I figured that would have been at the Game Awards last week, but right, Sony That's might more be eyes. keeping it on their own. Yeah, not sure, but hey, if we get both, I'll take it. Where where are we at? I think we're all in in favor of Spider Verse, right? Like we're all thumbs up on Spider Verse. Oh, that movie it was great. I'm yeah. excited for this one, and I imagine it'll be equally great. Sure, it'll be great. Very excited for whatever. Even Spider Man Two, the Spider Man game. That game was it fine. was also great. Yeah. Yeah, that game was great. So I uh and the best part about that game, let me just say for the record, trying to spiderweb swing over Central Park was and always will be one of the funniest damn things ever. Oh, how just how play the game, go try to do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't do the movie thing where uh, so this honest to God, this just hit me the other day. I was uh we had talked about on the podcast um the most recent Spider Man movie. Yeah. And you know, I was like, Man, I love that. I'm gonna go back and watch it. Went back, watched it. The end of that movie, I realized this for the first time, and it, uh, now I'm obsessed with it. The end of that movie, <clears throat> all the Peters are standing on the shield on the Statue of Liberty, and they're all saying goodbye, and they're like, all right, goodbye, everybody. And then Peter goes over, and he starts smooshing up everyone, and he's saying goodbye, and then he thwips away. Where's he thwipping to, dude? There's nowhere he to He thwips flip. to the bay. He thwips to the ocean. What is he latched on to? I cannot stop thinking about that. He literally grabs a cloud and flies away. Like, I was like, wait, what? Now that's what I think about. What I think about Spider-Man is the fact that every time I try to test the limits of where I can connect to, which is why I love that game, because I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. He just flew away. He's he's Superman away. So there you go. Classic Spider-Man. That's how it goes. Classic Spider-Man. Yeah. I was looking up when that film's supposed to come out uh, across the Spider-Verse. It comes out in June, June 2nd. Uh, so that means June of next summer is across Spider-Verse. And then uh, at the end of July, uh, July 28th, that's when the Marvels is scheduled to uh, to come out. 
So we got like 60 days between the two films. Well, I get, we'll probably talk about Spider-Verse. I mean, it's not MCU proper, but I think we'll have to talk about that film with just how big the first one was. That'll probably come up on this show. Yeah, there's a, I'm trying to remember what the June is a crazy month. I, I'm, For next year? From what I remember is it's, it's like it starts with Spider-Man. Then the next weekend is the new Transformer movie, which is eh, summer. That's me. always crazy, right? Yeah. And then it's like Flash and Elemental. I thought Flash got changed or moved up. Flash or something. is, it says June 16th. It comes, it says here that it comes out the same day as the Disney movie. Does it still have Elemental. that crazy person in it? Yes. 100. Get yeah. ready for that. Uh, Indiana Jones is on the 30th. Oh, it got moved up. Didn't a week. they abduct someone? allegedly i mean look ezra miller the yeah, movie allegedly that's what's crazy is the movie was already made and they were doing post stuff on it and then he like went cuckoo bananas went crazy and Hawaii. now they're like we gotta still put out this movie dude so <laughs> <laughs> hey my, yeah, michael DC's keaton's in, in that movie is batman so i'm i'm all aboard yeah. i'll i can i can disregard i'll just like whenever flash shows up on screen i'll just be like Weird. Michael Keaton's talking to no one. This is so strange. <laughs> there isn't a Dude, person now, on screen right now. All the right different now. things they're talking about, the changes and replacing, like, I can't wait oh, to the see DC, what the DCU becomes. Yeah, the DCU is crazy right now. It is. But the greatest thing about okay, all that. The Batman. Well, uh, they're that's probably not done even with DCU that. DCU proper. Yeah. They're, that's not they're, even the, that's not even part of it. Yeah. It's that's true. like in its own right. weird thing with uh, Joker. Which I'm fine with because both those yeah. movies I enjoy. They're not bad. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, they killed the we'll the Keaton Batman Beyond film, which uh, that's yep, sucks, that's gone. They did a Man bunch of stuff over in DC. Yeah, yeah. I know but, they killed. Um, what was it? Batgirl too. Yeah that that died a while back. Uh, and that was like even, finished. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was even before James was publicly James Gunn was public publicly announced for that. Uh, he did tweet out though. Uh, that he was, I forget the exact wording of the tweet, but he said like planning something or more soon. And then I think he tweeted an image of kingdom come like art from that run of, uh, of comics, which would be pretty badass if they decided to go that route, uh, in a pretty like stark departure from what they've already done in the DC you, they just need, there's no co cohesive nature to anything they're doing. Well, that's like, what they're trying just, to do is with Kingdom Come. It wouldn't be a one and done film. The, I don't think. Honestly, I know it would suck for fans. They need to just start from scratch. Recast well, that's what they're everyone. doing. I feel like just, that's what they're doing. Yeah, it sucks because Hen, like my man Henry. Oh boy, he had I to deal with that Witcher stuff. Yeah, went over to go do the whole like he's like I'm gonna do Superman. And they're like no Superman. Like I man. think they're gonna try to keep him around though. We'll see. I yeah. I think like what they're doing now isn't bad though, in the sense that like you can't build a cinematic universe out of a bunch of wobbly pieces, if that yeah, makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think like having solo projects with like little tiny self contained stories is a good way for them to test like what's working and what's not working. Um because I think one thing that the, the Batman proved was like, oh, there's still space for like dark and gritty you know, like not everything needs to be like a shiny, happy Marvel family film with yeah. like a bunch of one-liners. And the lack of one-liners in that movie was actually refreshing because I feel like they got to like focus more on like script and not like, well, how do we break this up with some levity? Because every time you can tell when the jokes are coming in the MCU, where I'm like, oh, they've been talking about cancer for a minute now. And then it's immediately <laughs> like, well, I'm Taika and I'm going to make a joke because yeah. this is depressing. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's going to be depressing. Jane Foster has cancer. That's sad, you know? Yeah. Um, but you could almost like telegraph them now. I think that's why that movie in particular, Love and Thunder was so hard for me because the jokes became predictable. I was like, ooh, this has been dark for a minute. I wonder if, and there's like joke. Like, because it's like they have to punctuate the the seriousness so i like that batman's a departure from that how they make everything else work in the context of that i don't know but i do think they have some great actors to hopefully make that switch it's just some dcu characters i feel like are harder to 
to do right you know well batman like they seem the, like or, they were on a decent track with wonder woman until the second movie <laughs> i mean superman's one of the hardest characters to write in comics yes in a lot of ways yeah. in almost all 100 so yeah I can't, but I'm also like shocked. one of the most noteworthy, like one of the best when done right. Probably one of the most Absolutely. memorable when done right. I mean, it's one of the most iconic by far the, in terms of the legacy within film that, you know, Superman's number one, as far as I'm concerned. So mm-hmm. even Smallville was good for a while. Well, you know, that's my controversial. Yes. No, I don't think that's controversial. Jesse has hey, uh, some face, issues though. with look Smallville. Face, well, though. that's because he's anti-Dodger and Dodger loves Smallville. Okay. That's Smallville really sucked. the crux of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, sucked. Sucked. I've heard this rant before. I've been on I don't this. Need to, I don't even Why? need to do it. Smallville sucked. It's just not good. It's not. I, I'm not a fan. I like Smallville to me has the exact same appeal of, uh, Agents of Shield. It's just not good. Well, they're both good like, shows. So Jesse just likes no, bad things. Hard pass. Jesse just no. likes bad things. Is all I'm hearing. You know. That's yeah. That's me. <laughs> Jesse, bad things. That, that's how I'm that's gonna it. cultivate this opinion here. It's just a bad one. You <laughs> Somebody <know>? said, <laughs> I, oh, like, dude, that intro is a banger, man. You get introduced to the villain. It's like, oh fuck, is that Brainiac? And then here comes the song, and you're like, I'm on. Let's go. I'm on board. See, people like Jester, why I never admit that when I was the wee little baby bronzy, I loved Smallville. It was like. Don't let him shame you into I, not liking that. You get, it's fine. It's you can like it. I, I, know, I, was I love a lot of trash things. It's it. fine. Sure. I was trash. the target demographic for it. I think it was like. It was peak CW for but, sure. Yeah, it was like Betty and Veronica or The O.C. Remember that show, The O.C.? It was like The oh, O.C. Yeah. For, sucked ass too. O.C. was great. <laughs> I never. Yeah, I then it wasn't terrible. It got bad after the, the first OC season. But. Like, the OC was like drama for like my my mom and my older brother, right? But like yeah. Smallville was like that for me, if that makes sense. It was like my version of, <laughs> oh, this is age appropriate teenage drama, but with superheroes, and like it makes sense for me. So like I I think that's why I, I was the target demographic for Smallville. I yeah. I, I truly believe. That having just watched Inhumans, if you went back, it's roughly the same like beats. They're like, really? now I'm gonna sit in a, now I'm gonna sit in a locker room and listen to like Green Day while I get sad, and I'm gonna have a fight scene to like a popular rock song. Like, I hate that. I hate that. I hate CW ish stuff has always sucked. I'm a big I, fan I, of CW stuff. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I watched all the Buffy back in the day. watched all the Smallville back in the day. Hell, I even watched the Dawson's Creek back in the day, you know? Were you a Buffy fan, Jesse? I think he hates Buffy, too. No. Uh, (laughs) I will say, Angel was pretty fun, but I only watched it because I was dating a girl at the time that liked Angel. Oh, Angel was uh, better than Buffy, hands down. I think I have to say this. uh, Very much like Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah, like Xena was better than Hercules. And I didn't uh, like Angel was better than Buffy. For some like, reason, Xena and Hercules were too campy for me, but like I didn't mind Buffy and Angel. Oh no, Xena and Hercules yeah. are terrible, terrible camp. Yeah. But like I can admit I like watching some some awful stuff. Like I was back in the day, Xena, uh Briscoe County Jr., uh Jack of All Trade, all those shows that would be on like Saturday morning at like noon. Yeah. Those are my shit. They were terrible, but like good. They were fun. I- never got super into buffy i did like angel but i I gotta say like i never understood the infatuation with whedon you know because even like it took me a long time to get into firefly and then when i watched it i was like okay this was okay but even there there were things that like there were writing things he he would do that i was like why would you do that and there's times it's like he literally makes the main character crazy fucking unlikable like on some incel shit but then it doesn't like acknowledge that that's what he's doing like you're supposed to still like mal even though you know he's like any like the amount of times in would be like call me a whore again and i'll leave the ship and mal would be like okay whore and she'd stay and i was just like ah, <laughs> uh, different time what's going on here you know <laughs> like it was just, just wanna... so weird granted i watched I have... it way after it aired so I've only ever seen. The I was movie not watching it with the context of the time, huh? I've only ever seen the movie in one episode. I've no of what, like a Firefly. Fire, I've I've never oh. 
invested heavily in any of that. Like I said, and all of that was literally because I was dating a person at the time who was really into it. And I was like being a good boyfriend. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it with you. Zero. Like I literally did not give zero shits about any of that. I love, like I said, I watched it way after it aired as a box set that I got on sale at a half price books. As you do. And for as many episodes as I hated, I still liked it, but that's because of the world building. Like I was like, Oh, it's a space Western. And I like the, like it made me want to run an RPG. If that makes sense. Where I was like, Oh, I love the idea of being like a smuggling crew and like, you know, Western sort of inspired space. It was a little cowboy bebop in that sense. Um, So I think like that's what appealed to me in it. But like the actual things like the actual story beats sometimes i'll just be like really speaking of which cowboy bebop is a phenomenal i'm not a big anime person that shit's the best 20 you're talking about the netflix show right you really like the netflix show ah, i no, would rather JP. gouge my eyes out <laughs> i've never been so insulted by the end like i sat through that like all right I didn't it's not great it. but like i can't wait didn't to see how the ending yeah, and they, I've never seen anyone butcher an ending so badly in my entire life. Didn't watch it. I couldn't watch through to the ending because they gutted it, like little little sure. tiny things like that are like central parts of like Faye's character or Jet's character. They changed to like be softer, and I was like, no, this is like a dystopic future. Because isn't like if I, I, I like I said, I only watched like the first three episodes. Isn't it like Faye? The reason she's in debt is different than it was in the yeah. show because in the show it's like yeah. she has an insane medical debt that she will never ostensibly get out of so she starts stealing and jet is like the only good cop in a precinct yeah. full Which of is why he cops. left yeah yeah and in this one it's like well no it was like one other cop that was giving him a hard time so they just I, like totally like neutered like all like of i the cannot of the just, show. so you know what you love so basically the the show the the TV show that they had that live action for ends at like episode four or five of the anime. And all you need to know is imagine the worst take of that shootout scene in the church, which is like one of the best John Woo cool ass like scenes in an anime. Imagine the worst possible take of that and then take it eight steps further. By the time the end rolls around, it is so bronze. You have no like. You have no clue how bad it is. Like it is, they do one of those things where the writers are like, "We're gonna make this our own and be subversive." Which, dear Hollywood writers, cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. Please stop. Stop with this whole "We're gonna make it our own thing." I know you do it all the time. I've been in rooms when you try to do it. Cut that shit out. Drives me crazy. And they literally were like, "We're gonna make it our own thing," and it is. Oh, it's their own, all right. It's bad, dude. It's bad. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I was like, yo, I, I, I even tweeted like at them. I was like, I sat through all those episodes and I was like, it's fine. It's all right. But I've never been so insulted by the end of anything in my entire life. You literally took a dump on the entire idea of Cowboy Bebop. I have yeah. never been so mad. I was furious. Hate that stuff. I hate that stuff. Didn't watch it. Too much. There's too much. You lucked out. Going on. Smartest choice you've ever made. Yeah, I, I honestly just haven't watched that many many shows. I, I watch my my trash TV like Yellowstone, and then I just keep uh, <laughs> keep that to myself <laughs> and move forward. That's that's all you do. That and uh, you know the occasional MCU thing. Yellowstone. Have you ever watched Yellowstone, Jesse? You should watch Yellowstone. No, but I hear it's great. I just think it's like it is. It know. is in your face. Uh, is it's weird. Yeah. It has a tinge of like we draped ourselves on the American flag for this show. Uh, no, not are at all. Watch it definitely from Ohio. No, it has a little bit of that. It's it. Uh, Yellowstone is basically the not. It's going to get political quick. Uh, if success if succession is for the left, then Yellowstone is for the right. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like it's very in your face about all that shit. And growing up in Texas, like I was around that life for a very long time. And so it's just, it's a piece of home, right? Like I tune, it's like, oh yeah, that piece of shit is someone that used to uh, <laughs> exist when I was in Texas type deal. So I, yeah. the problem for me with that show is that the, the one woman who's in it, I can't remember her name, 
Which she, one? She's in the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock movies as Watson's wife, and she has red hair in that movie. And she's oh, you're gorgeous, talking about and the... I see her in Yellowstone. She's a blonde, and frankly, not having it. Wait. I won't have it. I will not I don't have it. Talking about who that is? The uh, the like Wait. I think it's the main. I think it's the uh, the daughter. I, like Beth? I don't know anything about this show, bro. So is it? I think it's it's Kevin Costner's kid. Well, that would be Beth, but in sure. Mary She's Watson is Kelly Riley. Is that is that the same? Are you sure? I just googled who plays Watson's wife in Sherlock Holmes, and it says Amanda. Whoa, Abington. whoa, whoa! Did you did you in the Robert Downey Jr. movies? In 2011, A Game of Shadows. I think that was a Robert Downey Jr. movie. Kelly Riley plays I, Mary Watson. I, well, I could, look, I could be very wrong. Oh no, you're you right. You're right. That, I think that's the same. Yeah, Kelly Kelly Riley, that's the same actress. Yeah. Well, I'm right. Thanks for go. calling me out on it. Yeah. Yeah. Based uh, off of yeah. the images that pull up when I look up this show, it looks like it's my shit, and I hate that for me. Uh, here I'll tell you. In in earlier this season, Jesse's actress uh, Kelly Riley, who plays Beth in the Love show. Her. Got into a fist fight because another lady who was kind of sleeping with her dad is a vegan and an environmentalist, and she doesn't understand uh, ranch life and Montana life, and so she beat the shit out of him, or beat the shit out of her, and it was a full-on, like, brawl. So if that sounds like your shit, tune in. (laughs) No, it does, though. It does, though, because I'm full of seething rage, you know? And so I like... I think Beth is one of the funniest characters slash best characters in the show. So if you would like that. I wore cowboys to your wedding, JP. Inside me dwells. I think. You know, like a... You might like like Yellowstone. Look, it's super bingeable. Carhartt jacket, toting, pickup driving... What piece of shit now but now I that's just, you know you're, but you're, i fight it every day there's a very big distinction between like a texan and a cowboy because like cowboy cowboy is a lifestyle texan yes. is just like a state yes and i grew up on a farm so like when people okay. talk about like veganism and stuff like that, I have the exact same thoughts and I'm like, well, of course it's easy for you to give up chicken. But when you have chickens on a farm that you're not pumping full of antibiotics that you and Man, your this... dogs take care of and nurture from egg to adulthood, I think then you, you have watch. a respect for that chicken. And when you behead that chicken with your own two hands, you understand that an exchange has been made. And the biryani you make with that chicken is the most delicious biryani you'll ever have in your life. I don't buy my meat in a styrofoam package. I think you should watch Yellowstone, I will branch. not be giving it up. <laughs> so I probably would have fist fought that vegan too. But if you tell Parabu. me to be vegan, I'll run you over with one of my cattle, you know, my favorite, my favorite part of that is every like good old boy was with you the entire way. Till <laughs> you said, said biryani. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Every good old boy was like, yep, damn right. And they were like, Barry, what? <laughs> I'm literally wearing my farmer's protest, like sweatshirt. Cause I'm like so pro farmer you know punjabi <laughs> farmer which is hence the flag people always think this is some terrorist shit but yeah um yeah. yeah so i'm like oh yeah i feel like i'm the target demographic for that and the yellowstone writers are probably sitting there like no you're not <laughs> I, <laughs> you're, look, you're not our target demographic, you watch five, that bronze girl you watch five minutes of that show you'll be very aware of what the ta- target demographic is very quickly okay yeah it does have like middle America you know vibes. 100%. Here's the other thing. Kevin Costner is the main character of that show, and Kevin Costner's fucking fantastic. But so. Kevin Costner, you put him in a cowboy hat and he's always good. Every single oh, time. 100%. That's like he doesn't he it, the thing is, is Kevin Costner isn't acting in that show. He's just being Kevin Costner. He's sure, just reading sure. lines. He's reading yeah, he's just saying things about what he thinks. It's it's mm. yeah. I'm curious to know what you think. Anyways, we don't have anything else to talk about MCU related, uh, clearly. So There's we should do some shout outs and then watch some Argent, some Argent Carter, some Agent Carter. Uh, people people want us to watch those. We might not do two episodes because we went a little bit long, but we'll do an episode uh, here on on Twitch and watch that live. It'll be posted up on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast of this or the VOD and you want to watch it. Let's do some shout outs and then we'll uh, 
cut to a quick break come back and start agent carter bronze what do you got going on where can people check you out um you can check me out here on last call for adventure on wednesdays um I got the best compliment ever from a lot of the wonderful players in our little D&D campaign that said that this last episode was their favorite, which means I'm doing something right. Um, you can also catch me on Tuesday nights playing D&D on my channel um, for our weekly game Shikar, and we're sponsored by Elgato. Um, and yeah, I'm playing through Midnight Suns and Dark Tide right now, and I also just bought a new kill team. So at some point tonight, maybe I'll paint these on stream. And then I'm traveling again. I've been on five planes in three months. So, um, but it'll be fine. I just invested in this cute little travel road microphone. And I'm really excited to have it be better than the tin can live mic I was using. That's me. Awesome stuff. Jesse Cox. Yo. Hi, everyone. Uh, boy. Yeah, I too am midnight sunning, and I am. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't say that's not a good verb, Jesse. That means something else. Does it? Is that's that cor- true? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. I stand by what I said. I stand by. I stand by what I said. I'm midnight sunning right he's, now, live on mud, stream. He's mud brother ended up. Yeah, with the midnight <laughs> sun. Us muddy buddies with midnight sun later today. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm doing all the things. Finally, I'm uh, the big video I've been working on in my brain for a while. I finally released it and I'm like, glad it's out of my head. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I got this and then crisis core re-releases and I want to, I never played the original, so I'll go play that. And, uh, yeah, just, it's going to be, you know, it's the end of the year. Everything is kind of wrapping up in the gaming world. So it's some free time for Jesse and I'm going to take it and run with it. That's correct. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna stop doing this now. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching the show. Sorry, don't you have anything to promote? I'm severely. Uh, you no. got nothing to talk about? No, just normal stuff. I'm severely what distracted. You, what do you mean? What's normal? What's normal for you, bro? What's normal? Oh, I don't know anything about you. What's normal for you? Well, you can catch me <laughs> last call for adventure on Wednesdays, Mister Cox. Good, that's good. Stream it yeah. every day at one p.m. Eastern yep. or a pr- little bit. Live by 1 p.m. Eastern, we'll be wrapping up Midnight Suns, streaming like eight hours a day till Christmas, or I uh, go insane on stream, whichever happens Hell first. Yes. It might happen Hell today yes. because Ollie is driving me fucking insane. Aaron's been on vacation, not vacation, been out of town uh, since last Tuesday, and so I've been uh, at home with the pets, and Ollie is a fucking menace while trying to stream eight hours a day. I'll tell you that much. So. I feel that. I feel that's that. where my brain's at right now. I got to go let the dog out. So we're going to wrap up the show. Cool. And then we're going to start agent Carter. Let's watch an episode. Let's not do two. I think All right. unless it debuted, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll check it out. We're going to watch on Disney plus so you guys can get it loaded up during the break. And then we'll circle back around. We'll have a timer and everything on stream. So if you're watching on the, the podcast, Apple podcast or Spotify or anything like that, you can find that VOD over at youtube.com slash JP. If you want to check it out as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll be back next week, probably. I think next week will be the final episode of the year for us, because I'm gone on the 26th. So I do have to ask you something about next week, because okay, this is the thing. maybe this is the last episode of the year. We'll it, might, see. it might be, unless we can move earlier, um, but yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out. We'll, we'll let you guys know. You can follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> We'll let you guys know. Yeah, we'll let you guys know. We'll be right back, and then we're going to watch some Major Carter. We'll see you guys then. Yeah.